Hello, Justin. Are you there? I think that's Justin from YouTube. How are you? Good. How are you? Yeah, good. Uh, congratulations on your million subscribers as well. Thank you very much. You know, I'm a YouTuber myself, and I'm aiming for the uh, Creator Award one day. Uh, have you got the YouTube Creator Award? Uh, like the plaque thing that you're talking about? That 100,000? Yeah. Million? Yeah, so... We uh, we have the hundred k one. Then we've got to wait for the uh, for the million one. Wow! How long so does that take to arrive in the, the mail? <laughs> well, we have to. You've got to apply for it. It's not. It's not just. Uh, yeah, they send you out. It's almost like a coupon code they send you out. So it can take up to a week for that to appear in your YouTube dashboard, and then yeah. it can take up to three weeks after that. Wow. And how many years is it taking you, Justin, to get to that point? We've been doing it for about six years, but I would say the first one and a half, pushing on two years, we were really just throwing videos up, random videos without a strategy, um, and it wasn't growing. So we kind of had to make that call. Do we stop or do we try and figure it out and try and, uh, yeah have some success with it and then, yeah everything has just been trying and testing and playing around since then so um tell me tell me about your channel what type of content do you create yeah so i'm a music content um i've just started i'll put my uh, youtube channel if you'd like to have a look so i'm a, I compose music for like these uh short trailers as well i talk about music marketing so it's it's all to do with music justin and i I'm still trying to find I've got about 92 subscribers in one year so I'm trying keywords now as well so I'm looking forward for my journey that's awesome so our first six months we had 49 subscribers and a lot of those channels were random ones I made myself just to make the numbers look a little better so uh it's uh, it definitely gets faster. It definitely gets easier. But the keyword stuff is really um, is really key. Um, uh, it's, uh, we don't make a video now without doing some research first to see what are people typing in, what are people searching for, and um, and obviously using those words in the title, in the description, um, and most importantly inside the video in the first piece. So we start every video like, are you looking for the best video editing software? on Mac right now. So knowing that best video editing software on Mac is a top search term. So um, with all your music stuff and marketing stuff, uh, there's stuff that your ideal clients, your ideal subscribers are typing in to Google and YouTube. And if you're able to hit on those, then uh, YouTube's going to at least test your content in those top spots on Google and YouTube. So that, that's what made the difference for us. Yeah, that's amazing. I'll put my uh, channel link if you'd like to have a look. Um, I'm a supporter of your work too, Justin. Thank you very much. I probably can't check out your channel right now, but if you DM me on Instagram or something, I'll definitely check it out for you. I'm uh, just hands-free at the moment. I'm just uh, on, on, uh, yeah, Bluetooth headset. Yeah. And, um, you know, have you made a living off YouTube? Yeah. um, So there's a few of us. We have a full team. Um, We have... um, yeah, we still only do one video a week. And that's, I mean, for anyone that tells you you need to do more than that, you don't need to. Uh, so, yeah, we, we've, yeah, we have a seven-figure business um, off the back of that. Um, YouTube is a big chunk of that. We have our own uh, digital membership. 
And we also, um, affiliate revenue is something that I'm a big fan of. And it's a big chunk of the revenue in our business. So um, that's something that you can start from day one without needing to wait for YouTube. Yeah, that's what that's what I, I, I've done as well. I'm using a keyword uh, tool called Morning Fame, which I found is very helpful. I tried TubeBuddy and VidIQ, but it was just too complicated for me. Um, I know you, you're using TubeBuddy, are you? We use TubeBuddy, but for keyword research, we really just use keywords everywhere. Um, yeah. So we just go to YouTube autofill, start typing in a couple of words, um, seeing what auto suggestions come up. But then we're using keywords everywhere to look at how many people are actually searching for those things per month. We do look at TubeBuddy, but it's it's hit and miss. Um, in some some videos, it's told us not to make based on the competition and stuff or that no one's searching for them. But keywords everywhere will say, no, there's, you know, 10,000 people or 100,000 people searching for this every month. So we found TubeBuddy and some of the other tools to be inconsistent. Um, so I'm not saying don't use them. It's always, you know, more information, the better. But the one that we hold in sort of highest regard is keywords everywhere. Wow. And keywords everywhere, is that is that free? I it used to, to be free. Uh, it's not free, but it's ridiculously cheap. I think it works out as a couple of US dollars a month. It's a credit system, so you kind of buy. I think you buy fifty thousand credits or something like that for for a few dollars. And uh, every every lookup it does, it uses a credit, so you can just turn it off when you're not using it. And yeah, it might last you quite a while. Wow. And, um, you know, Daryl Eaves, he, he is, I think he's affiliated with TubeBuddy as well because that's popular amongst, amongst the, the big YouTubers. Um, yeah. But it's expensive. We're an affiliate for TubeBuddy as well, and I think TubeBuddy is awesome. Um, the best feature that, I mean, there's so much in there, but the one thing that we use a lot in there is their A-B testing or their split testing for thumbnail images. So you can actually upload two thumbnail images and it'll serve half out to, to half the people <laughs> and the other one see uh, the rest, see the other one and you'll actually see which thumbnail image gets more clicks. So that's been huge for us. And that's the kind of stuff that if you can increase that, even if it's 1% or 2%, that's 1% or 2% increase in clicks every day for years after you make the video. So your thumbnails are super important. And that's why we love TubeBuddy uh, specifically for that. But there's also so much more in there as well. Yeah, because I use Canva for my uh, thumbnails as well. That's, that's very helpful for, for my YouTube channel. But uh, tell me about, like, your first year on YouTube. Like, uh, what was the struggles for you, and did you ever feel like giving up in the early days? Definitely felt like giving up multiple times. Um, <laughs> I guess my, my background is in video production and doing documentaries and action sports and stuff. And when it wasn't working, I'm kind of like, oh, you know, I'm a video guy and I still can't figure this out. Uh, maybe it is too late for YouTube. Maybe it is too overcrowded or, you know, a lot of the other myths and stuff that you hear. Or maybe YouTube is squashing small creators. It's all BS. There's plenty of room for everyone. Um, you just got to give YouTube as much help as you can to so it understands your content. And likewise, you want to create content that people actually want and will click on if they see it. Uh, presented like so they're really in a nutshell that's what it comes down to you want to show up on the platform somewhere you've then got to get clicked and then you've got to keep people watching um, if they just click on your video and leave 
then it's not a good experience for the viewer. YouTube's going to see that, that they haven't stuck around, and they'll stop promoting your video, even if you've nailed the tags, even if you've got an awesome thumbnail that gets clicked. It's the combination of those three things. Even the keywords. Yeah, for sure. Yep, even if you've got the the best keywords in there, if your video sucks, then uh, YouTube's going to stop pushing it because you'll see that every time people land on that, um, they're leaving. Um, and worst case would be that if they leave YouTube altogether consistently, then YouTube's going to stop pushing that video out. So um, it's an interesting, interesting dance where you got to try and you know level up on all three of those things. But um, yeah, it's just how do what can you improve on on each video? So we're still trying testing stuff. Um, yeah, just becomes a bit of a game. So this is what I don't understand about YouTube. You get these content creators like. They're just uploading crap, and they got like a million subscribers, and the, and I don't get that. And then you get channels that there's a lot of talent, and they don't get noticed. Well, that's I Have think you seen that. Yeah, I think it takes all types. I mean, there's the, you'll always see the outliers where a really crappy channel could do really really well, and a really really good channel could you know be squashed or you know whatever, and you know not getting no views, no tra- traction. Um, it's the ones in the middle that, you know, is the most people that if you do put in the time, you do put in the effort, you are giving YouTube what it needs to understand your content, then you, you, it's not a quick thing. A lot of people look at, they'll post a video on Facebook and they might get 5,000 views. But a view on Facebook is totally different to a view on YouTube, same as a view on Twitter or any of the other platforms, but they're comparing that. Or they all hear about people that blow up and get 100,000 subscribers in a year or a million subscribers in a year, and they expect the same thing. It's a very, very small percentage of people that that happens to. Um, Yeah, I mean, for us, it was six years, and obviously that's, uh, uh, compared to some, that's slow. Compared to others, that's really quick. So it's you kind of got to look at it and run your own race. And, and um, the hardest thing is not to compare to others. Even other channels in your niche, they're actually different. Even if you're making the same videos, you're in them. You're different. Your personality is different. Some people will like you, some won't. Um, but you, that's, you know, that's the beauty of it is it takes all types. So it, it's, um, sometimes it's hard to see when there's other channels that may not be as good as yours that is um, – doing better but there could be lots of other things like you don't know if they've got a massive email list or if they've got a shout out from a big channel or anything like that that's why we can't focus on that stuff we can only focus on the stuff that we can control you know i mean my 92 subscribers i'm very thankful for them justin i really am yeah i mean just that's you think about anger that's that's 92 people imagine if you're in a room and there's 92 people that are hanging off every word that you've said and, and by hitting that subscribe, like they want more from you. That's that's a lot of people, um, and that's what a lot of people forget is that you know these are real people on the end of this. So how do I give them what they need? How do I help them? How do I entertain them um, and keep them coming back? Have Have you ever had on your your channel subscribers that were bots, fakes? We actually haven't had too many. Um, I know that every now and then YouTube does have a cull or a clean out where they do remove some. Um, yeah. I mean, we, so we do see a drop every now and then, but um, the amount of new subscribers far outweigh that um, where we do see bots is in the comments. They don't normally subscribe, but they just leave crappy random comments that don't mean anything and just take up space. But you've got to try and filter those out so that the real comments don't get lost. Yeah. That's interesting. That's an amazing journey. Six years. 
Wow. It feels like a lot longer, cool. but yeah, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's six years, one video a week. Um, we now film them in batch or something we started a few years back. That was probably to answer your question from before, what are we doing different? Uh, it would literally take me the week where we started and I would be on that hamster wheel of shit. I've got to get a video out Sunday and sometimes I'd be shooting it on the Sunday morning and if I'd miss something or whatever, I'd be stressed and, and annoyed and just a, a shitty human. <laughs> uh, so it wasn't until we actually started you know, researching eight topics at a time, filming the eight videos over the period of a week, and then, uh, you know, editing those down, kind of working in a batch system made everything so much easier. And if we're doing eight at a time, that's eight weeks worth that's done. So we're not constantly creating videos. So even that kind of stuff makes a huge difference. Yeah, because I've found my, my publishing days are on Fridays. I've, I've, I find for me Fridays are, are the best around 6 p.m. Yeah. So I, I've had to figure out my days to publish as well. We looked at um, before YouTube had that information where they tell you when your audience is online, uh, we were using vidIQ for that. They had that feature for quite a while. And so our sort of approach to that is we know when our peak subscriber base is online and when people are watching our videos, the bulk of them. So our goal is to upload our video so that it's processed, it's fresh, it's a few hours uh, up before they are so that it's a new piece of content that's ready to go when they come online. So for us, it works out about 8 p.m. on a Sunday night, which hits Sunday morning uh, Eastern time in the U.S., New York side. So um, when they wake up, that there is a new piece of content there from us, which then means when you know the West Coast wakes up, um, it's still new for them too. So that's what we've worked out works best for us. But it only matters for the first 24, 48 hours. After that, um, we see a drop in views. And then we, um, you know, it could take a month. It could take two months before it actually filters in. On our channel, even at a million subscribers, some videos might take off straight away. Others could take up to three months. But we know that we've done that research. We know what people want. Um, it can take a while for YouTube to actually pick it up. Yeah, it's patience too. I've had to learn patience as a as a as a YouTuber as well, and not compare myself to big big channels. It's a that's what it's I a think. hard thing to do. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I I can't say that I don't do it, but you you've got to look at it and just with the approach of it's interesting. It's interesting that that video did really well for them. I wonder why. It's interesting that this video tanked for them or is working well for us. Whatever. Like, we can't compare but we can try to pull some information out of what they might have done or what were they thinking doing this? Why would they be creating this video? Um, maybe they know something I don't. Maybe they've done some research and hit on a term that I didn't even think of. So looking at the other channels that are in your niche is actually a good way to see what content does perform. It's not stealing their content ideas. It's you seeing that, yes, there is demand for this. There's people that want this content. Um, I'm going to share my thoughts, my opinions on the same topic. Yeah, and, and making a living off YouTube is is has that been hard for you as well to make a full full time income? Uh, right now we have about five, four, four full time staff and some part timers that are all full time, you know, off off the back of it, yeah. um, and that's been that way for quite a while. Um, but as I said, like you don't rely, we don't rely on the YouTube income because that's something that YouTube could change just beyond our control. But things yeah. like the affiliate revenue, 
um, and and you know our own digital product membership site, those kinds of things are something that you can build off the back of your YouTube where you've got so much more control on it. Like if our channel got deleted, it wouldn't kill the business. We would feel it, but the business wouldn't be dead. So we use our YouTube channel to grow our email list and things like that where we can send an email out to 250,000 people and say, hey, you know, we're now over here or this is our new channel or whatever it is. Um, so that's that's our goal with it. It's it's how do we help and impact as many people as we can with our content, but how do we also have the ability to have our own conversations with them without an algorithm or a filter or something come, you know, the YouTube algorithm with subscribers and bell notifications. There's people that still don't get the videos. So how do we own that communication channel? And that's where email is still a really good asset. Yeah. I mean, email lists, oh, see, I'm a one man team, so I'm learning all the marketing uh, as an entrepreneur, Justin, and it's it's marketing's never been for me. Have you enjoyed marketing, or do you enjoy creating more? It's a I don't know. So I, I love. I probably enjoy making videos for other people more. Um, yeah. I still am more comfortable. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. I I I was always behind the camera before I stepped in front of it. So I yeah. enjoy the outcome of making the videos. I enjoy seeing that we've helped people or whatever in the comments more so than probably the process of making the videos. I always have enjoyed the marketing, the communication. Um, what what you know? What do they need to hear from me to actually go and take action? And that's I think that stuff is really interesting. Um, because it's all just communication. So how do we communicate in a way that people need to hear it so that they'll actually understand it and go and take action with it? Because where I started was I was, I mean, I have squirrel brain, <laughs> something bad. I would be mid-sentence. I'm like, oh, cool, here's another advantage. Um, and now here's a disadvantage. And, and, and here's the other, oh, I forgot to tell you, this is another really cool feature of this product. And no one can watch that because it's too scatterbrained. They need to have a structure. So here's all the advantages. Here's all the disadvantages. Here's the price, whatever it is. It's those kinds of things that uh, was all learning. I know it's simple when you hear it, but if you just press record without plan, then uh, it's very hard to create content that people can watch and enjoy watching. Yeah, exactly. So do you script all your videos? I will script definitely the first paragraph so that I'm hitting those keywords when I'm saying them in the start of the video um, yep. in the right order because if I mess it up or mix it up, it could be the difference between you know, ranking one, two, or three and ranking on the second page. Um, so I would teleprompt the first paragraph. Um, for the most part, I, I have either bullet points or dot points that I'm speaking to or if it's something where it is uh, like a really important that I nail the word, the delivery, the words, um, word for word, then I will just read it, read from a script. So it, it really depends on the video, but for the most part, teleprompter for the start, and then um, yeah, bullet points. Yeah, do you do you do your script uh, yourself, or do you get your team to write it? Uh, a bit of both. So it's a collaborative yeah. thing. Um, it's that's the yeah, awesome position now that I don't have to do it all. But at the same time, if I'm going to read it from a teleprompter, it has to be my words. The moment that you read something that someone else hasn't written, that's where you trip up and you stumble on them. So that's um, yeah, interesting one. And um, what uh, internet are you using? Are you using um, the NBN from Telstra, or who are you with? 
I am using fixed wireless, so like a point-to-point uh, connection where we have a little, um, I guess you call it like a little satellite dish or a microwave thing on the roof, and that gives us about 100 megabit up and 100 down. So um, it's not too bad for um, uploading here. I think it's, it's better than any NBN we'd be getting here. Yeah, because I'm on the Telstra NBN, and that that's okay, but fixed wireless, you can stream to multiple channels, can you? Uh, as in live stream to multiple places? Yeah, at one time. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to, you, you can, yes. Um, uh, with 100 megabit up, you could do quite a few, um, you know, 5, 10 megabit streams. Um, but these days, you probably use something like StreamYard, where you only need to push out one stream, and they push it out to Facebook or Twitter or wherever else you want to go. So you, even if you, you've got dodgy internet, uh, you can still simulcast using services like StreamYard or Restream. Yeah, that's interesting. It's absolutely interesting. You know, bandwidth, like, with in Australia, for some reason, our bandwidth's always been, like, crap. But fixed wireless, I, I reached out to them. They, they wanted, like, a, a $1,000 investment up front. They're expensive. Yeah, I think I did have to pay the $700 installation, but... Um, Beyond that, it's uh, I haven't looked back. It's uh, it's it's cheaper than NBN and it's unlimited and the speed is way faster. At least at least where I live. How much you, how much you paying a month for for fixed wireless? Because we pay about ninety uh, ninety a month for the NBN. Is it cheaper or do you... right, right now I'm paying ninety nine. Uh, I think the plan that I'm on is supposed to be one fifty, but because I've been on it for so long, they uh, discounted it, which is awesome. But um, but even the speeds that you get, like you wouldn't get the upload speeds close to that on NBN unless you're on a fiber cable. Yeah, or if you're the only person on the internet, that, that's <laughs> that's it. I think they still <laughs> cap the uploads, though. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, good on them. Yeah, sometimes though, it'd be better to have the uh, upload instead of the download for, for doing video stuff. Well, exactly, because I'm the only on the internet, so I can upload, a, I don't know, an hour and a half podcast my youtube channel in about what five minutes ten minutes time nice so i see this has been recorded is this for a podcast or something too yeah would you like to be featured on it yeah if, if you you think what i what i've said is helpful then um why not yeah, yeah sure i'll put it on uh, my podcast feed the, it's called the stephen shields radio show is my podcast okay awesome thank you very much i am gonna have to head off now i've got one of the kids in the background uh, i'll go and put that kid back to bed but um yeah thanks very much for having me on it's good to, good to connect uh check out my youtube channel when you get a chance no worries i'll check it out all right have a good night justin you too see ya bye